mm-hmm. in person episode in the flesh. These don't happen that often. No. You know what's funny is that I have to. I gave you my ring light, so then I have a smaller ring light. So ah. and now I'm looking at you through, through the ring light. Is that weird? Should I move eh, it? I mean, it's better than looking through a computer. Now it looks like I'm telling a scary story. Oh well. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> Who knows? What if you? That's mm, okay. No. Put it on the other side of the laptop there. There's a lot of things going on. I know you've a lot going on. For I need sure. to, every time you come over here. I'm like, I want to redo my studio. I know. But like, you're not in town enough for me to really justify it. I know. I mean, I'm here once a month usually. I, know. I think I do feel like it's been a hot second. Is that better? For the most part, I mean, yeah. Okay. I can't see, so you know, you gotta tell me. What do you mean you can't see? Like me? I can't see what you look like, so you gotta. Make I look the call. handsome. Mm. I'm wearing a cool knit. It's 100 degrees outside. I know. I, Brandy just texted me and said, I'm here. And I walk outside to go open the gate. And she's like, why are you wearing a long sleeve shirt? It's a million degrees outside. It's boiling. It is so hot here. Yeah. But anyways, I'm back from uh, Fiji. Fiji. It was wonderful. You look pretty tan. Eh, I kind of, I got to be honest with you. I, I'm like. Are you about to hate on Fiji? No. I Uh-oh. No, no, no. Can I just say Fiji? The, the people in Fiji mm-hmm. are the Fijians. I was going to say, what do you call those? The Fijians. 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 They are the most wonderful people I've ever met in my entire really? life. They are so sweet. They are so kind. Okay, gotta go. Gotta go. Bula, vanaka. Bula means hello, and vanaka means thank you. Oh, I see. You know, when you go to a different country, those are really the only words you need to learn. Yeah. Hello and thank you. Yes and no, I feel like are good ones. Yeah. But they also speak English. Oh, it's nice. Obviously, Fiji is beautiful. And you know what? If you live on the West Coast, don't hate the flight. I know. It's not bad, right? No, it's like... Not uh, the same as Hawaii almost? No, because Hawaii's five. It's a 10-hour flight. It's 10? Yeah. Oh, shit. But so is going to like Barcelona. Well, not from where I live, but yeah. Yeah. Fair. But here's the one thing I'm going to give the Fijians some crap on. Oh, okay. Let's roast them. They cannot cook. No. The, the food in Fiji mm. is just not it. Damn. I, and, I, and it might be like a restriction of you're Resources. on an island. Yeah. Sure. It's hard to get a bunch of stuff. And it's weird because if they cooked like traditionally Fijian food, I wouldn't know it was bad. Every place we went to had tacos. And I'm like, this is so crazy. You're nowhere near Mexico. We're, you're quite literally on the yeah, other. Yeah, but everyone serves tacos all over the world. I guess. Everyone. Cheeseburgers. Mm. They can't figure it out. And also, like, their well, ketchup isn't taste like ketchup. Yeah. I mean, cheeseburgers, let's let's just shoot it straight here. Like, do they even have cows on the island? I would think no. I don't think it was the meat that was a problem. It's oh, really? like Everything's, like, under-seasoned, mm. you know? And I don't know. Maybe this is just, like, me as what the American. What about the seafood? You're on the ocean? Yeah. It's fine? Yeah. Hmm. It's That was my, my only complaint was... Yeah, well, you know, yeah. you can't have it all. You can't. Truly. You really can't. No. But I loved Fiji. It was fun to go to Love Island. Mm-hmm. Loved the, the content you guys took. Love the show right now. Oh, I'm, I know you do. I'm in. I'm dick deep. <laughs> oh, in, my God. What are you doing here? I've been working my ass off. You I've have been. playing been. every weekend. Have you seen that TikTok where it's like, what do DJs really yes. do? Yes. What the fuck do DJs actually do? Because I don't think they're remixing the song on the spot. I think they make it ahead of time. So what dials are they pressing? What are the buttons doing? Is it a volume dial? Is it even connected to anything? 
It's too good. It's so funny. And you know what? I have that question too. Yeah. Because I have seen videos of, of people DJing uh-huh. where they're turning knobs. Yeah. And nothing's happening. And like nothing's plugged in. Oh God. You know? Yeah. So what are you guys doing? Well, okay. So here's the, here's the tea. Teach me the tea. And I'm not going to like generalize too much. I'm sure there's exceptions to this rule, but most of the big name DJs, right? Most of those are producers as well. Like most of those guys produce. I say guys cause it's mostly guys. Like I don't know a big female DJ that's also pr- a producer. That's like a big name you would know. Those guys produce. So I'm pretty certain those guys produce their set and it's pre-recorded for the most part. And they don't have to do a whole lot. So like when you go see Diplo or the Chainsmokers, I don't think they're doing much on those decks, which is fine because they're clearly talented. You don't question their talent, right? You don't question that they can do it because they're producers. For me, I don't produce yet. Maybe I'll start. I don't know. I don't feel like I have the time for it right now. And it's not something I already know how to do. So it would take a lot of work. I don't produce. So to me, I want the credibility of someone being able to say like, shit, Brandy actually was up there mixing. Like this is not pre-recorded, So I don't pre-record anything. So I'm up there doing a lot. I am, you know, I'm playing one song. I'm cueing the next, which is what the headphones are for. So you can hear the next track before it goes live. I'm beat matching it to the track that's already playing and key matching it. Sometimes both, sometimes one or the other. And then all the other knobs are to help you mix the tracks together. So the easiest way to do that is to drop the bass on one or both tracks that really helps you mix together you can also drop the mids i don't ever touch the highs there's also like six filter knobs that do different sound effects that again help you mix or change the cadence of a track like if you want to like amp something up and get ready for like a big drop or like a cryo blast or something i like to use like the crush effect or um or the space effect to kind of like give you the the illusion that something's building if it's not. So there's definitely things you can do with it. And some people have even more than just decks. They have little like trigger sense, you know, where you can program the buttons to be different noises and sounds and whatever. Like Fred again, he has like a bunch of them. I mean, he, he produces live. He's incredible. If you guys don't know who Fred again is, go Google. I think I talked about him last week, but Google search his Lollapalooza set. Holy shit. That guy is so talented. It's basically like he's bringing a music studio to the stage for you. Like it's, absolutely incredible. So there is a lot that you can do, but there's also a lot of people that stand up there and hit play and just entertain because that's also part of the job. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it's like you're like hyping a crowd up. Oh yeah. So, okay. So when you, you beat mix, so you, you've got a song that's playing, doosh, 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 mm-hmm. doosh, whatever. Yeah. Then you got another song that's yep. like, do, 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 do. So, that, so you're like slowing it down so it gets exactly. to like the exact thing. That's called beat matching. That sounds like something a pro, like a program could do. Totally. There, and there's a sync button on the deck. Oh, there These, is? Yeah, the new decks, like they're everywhere. There's a button that says sync. And if you have that engaged, it does it for you. I don't use it. I don't ever touch the sync button because I, I feel like it's very limiting. Like if you're a beginner DJ, I, my biggest piece of advice I tell everybody is don't start with the sync button because it will be so hard for you to get off of the sync button and like really learn how to do it correctly. And when you use sync, it's just limiting. Like all you can do is is beat match and key matching is actually a lot harder to an extent, but I think it makes for a lot better mixes. And that's where like, as long as the keys match, you can go from a hundred BPM to 120. If you have an ear to do it correctly and drop the track in correctly without the beats having to match, but it's just harder to do. So you'll be like, okay, so this song's in the key of A and this other song's in the key of G, but I'm going to change that key to A. So it matches up. No, it's knowing that A and G would match correctly. 
versus trying to mix a B key song with a G key song would not. Does that make sense? Or a major and a minor or something? Yeah, like, those, are, those are tough too. I mean, you can drop the bass out and some of the mid and sometimes make it work, but it, I find it hard to mix like a minor and a major key. Unless it's unless they're both in A or both in the same key, then it's a little easier, but it's still tricky. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I take it back. I think you're doing something. I'm doing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also jumping around the entire set because I always felt like this when I was in a band. It's like when you're on stage, the crowd just mirrors your energy. So if you stand there and have zero energy, the crowd's just going to stand there and stare back at you. The minute I start jumping around, everybody else starts jumping around. You know what I mean? And then if I'm tired and like stand still for a couple songs, I see the crowd's energy just kind of drain. So I try to keep my, where I, what I'm doing like as high energy as possible. So I jump around a ton. I assume you can go online and download I'm a sure popular set yeah, and then buy the thing that I'm looks sure like it. And then you just press space bar and then you just fucking like do it. Yeah. I, I kind of want to do that. I mean, you should, you could also just pay a D, like a professional to make you a set, put it on a USB stick and hit play. Like it's, there's so many ways to cheat that anyone can do. It. There's also programs. I have some friends that DJ in Nashville just at like hotels and stuff. So it's, it's fine, but there's programs where you can connect it to Spotify or Apple music and just pull from Spotify and it'll automatically like, it'll like if you're playing, Let's say that you're playing Party in the USA. And then on the other deck, it will give you a list of songs that match it, that would be good to mix into it. And you just pick it and it mixes it in for you. Like wow. it's so, it's anybody can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I take pride in actually being able to mix. Well, I'm proud of you for that. Thanks. And I think you should. But I, I always, mean, I, yeah. I told you, I've told you before, I wanted to, I wanted to make a, become a DJ and, and be called DJ Spacebar. I mean, and then, so I wasn't fooling anybody. Right. For those you don't know, Spacebar is the, also couples as uh, a shortcut to play. Right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, should we, yeah, we should start the show. Oh, uh, yeah. Should. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're in my house. Okay. So please feel free. Oh, I get free. the honor? Start it up. Great. Mm -hmm. Bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast live from Los Angeles with Wells and Brandy, DJ Spacebar. And what is your DJ name? Uh, Brandy Cyrus. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Airport anxiety. It's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring the show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Bays, B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. 
YFT. A lot of YFTers in Dallas last weekend. Oh yeah, I would say the majority of the crowd was YFTers. It was pretty incredible. Wow, look at look at look at me helping your career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot a lot of them actually said that like I was the highlight of the show, which was really nice. Well, I wasn't there, so uh, I couldn't. Be the... No, not that show, like our show. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I should bring Wells next time, and a couple of the girls were like, we like you the best. I was like, oh, that's rare. That's a rare occurrence. I don't think it is actually. I mean, like we know that <laughs> after we did the um, demographic rundown on the Instagram the right, other day, where right. it's like fourteen percent alien, one percent mm-hmm. guys. Like it makes sense for you know women standing up for women. That's true. Yeah. You know. Yeah, there were uh, a lot of girls in the audience, all listeners, and uh, a couple of them were like, "We were just waiting for you to drop a bros and hoes from stage." Oh, and you I was should like, do mm, that. I don't know about that. You should do bros and hoes. I think next time I play Dallas, you should come and you should get up and drop the bros and hoes. I'll go. MC Dallas. I mean, we. I think we have a pretty big following in Dallas. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. It was, Dallas was lit. Texas is great. It was hot as fuck, but yeah. Bros and hoes. Mm. I could do a bros and hoes. Yeah. And I could like get a, get a towel. I feel like you need a towel. Definitely a towel. And like, like whip that around. Yeah. Maybe they know? give you a uh, like a like a confetti gun or something, you know? And you I kind of want to, I kind of want to do like mushrooms or something and do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's scary though. But I feel like that would be so fun. <gasps> it could. Be like, could go I either feel way. all the energy. <laughs> but then it also might be terrifying. Could be. And then I'd be like, go hide. You're just like under the the booth. Like, Is everyone just on drugs at, at these shows? This one, I would say no. This one was at like a really cool bar in Dallas. Yeah, okay, but when you do but like night festivals clubs, and festivals, I have a feeling there's some drugs going and it's on. Because like, if you're on mall, you're like just sweating, right? Like the Probably, people that are just yeah. sweating I and like so. wearing sunglasses inside on in yes. a dark night and you're mm-hmm. like, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Vegas for sure. Do you, have time. you taken Molly before? Never. Really? Mm-hmm. I have. How is it? It's very fun. Is it? I mean, yeah, you feel great. Okay. Like similar to like Adderall or like totally different? <sighs> no, it's similar to like a psychedelic, I feel like. Oh. I did it a, a couple times and nothing happened. Mm. And I remember being like, I don't know if this drug works on me. Maybe I was too drunk or something. Oh. I've done it one time where it worked and I was like, whoa, what is this? This is neat. This is different. <laughs> if I'm going to do any drugs. What are you doing? Mushrooms. Oh, is that a drug? I, I, I don't, don't know, know if we've ever even talked about it, but I really don't care. I don't and, think it's a drug. I mean, it is a drug. Is it's, it? Yeah. it's A, a mushroom it's, is not from the earth? It is, but... Well, anyways, it is a drug. I think it's like a class nine or whatever drug. Got it. But it definitely is a hallucinogen or hallucinogen. Yes, for sure. Like I don't do weed. I, I mean, I drink sometimes, but Mm-mm. I don't get, I don't get like, maybe like once a week I get fucked up drunk. Once a week? Maybe. That's a lot. Is it? Yeah. Are you okay? I would say like once a week I'm like, I have a bad hangover. But most Damn. of the time, most of the time now I drink to, because my favorite thing is food mm-hmm. and I love to cook. And like. The wine pairs yes. with the food, yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, an accoutrement. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it is... <laughs> accoutrement. N- is there anything better? Tacos with a Corona? Like, there's things that just go well. Like You're right. A Cabernet with, mm. like, a ribeye. You're right. Fucking A, dude. Yeah. White wine with salmon or something. Mm. Dude, it, things just... It's just so fucking... Oh, I love to cook. I've been doing this intermittent fasting thing. Oh. Have we talked about it? A, a little bit. I feel like you kind of... On and off, been doing it for a while. I mean, you've yeah, done it before. I'm pretty much like I just intermittent fast every day, but that's okay. like 16 or 18 hours off, and mm-hmm. then I have a window where I can eat. That's not. I could never. It, once you get over it, it becomes quite easy. <sighs> and then here's the thing about like kind of dieting mm-hmm. and not doing the intermittent fasting thing: you're eating 
like kind of like a bird. You know, you're right. eating very light and you're counting calories and everything. You don't get to like have like good meals with that. Yeah. You know, you're having mm-hmm. like dry chicken breast and like broccoli and like, fuck, this sucks. Sounds terrible. So I have substituted the that that type of dieting or, or like counting calories to like I just have this window and I can eat really whatever I want for the most part. That's pretty and good. And I can be indulgent. So like So what time of day do you normally have your So it was funny cuz you were late today, right? You were uh-huh. you were going to come at you were going to come at 2. Uh-huh. And that's why I texted you. I was like it's like 2 mm. like 3 o'clock? Like what are we doing here? Trying to decide if you're going to eat. Yeah, cuz yeah. I was my plan was I was going to wait until after the podcast to eat and that would have been a that would have been almost 24 hours Holy for me. Holy shit. But I usually I will eat between the hours of noon and 6. Okay. That's pretty I, good. I try to eat my dinner early. It's funny because I was in Fiji and I was not intermittent fasting at all. I was just like fucking living my life. And I came home and I was a little pudgy and <laughs> in space. Yeah, I, I can see my body, you know, like uh-huh. whatever. I think I always look thin, but like, you know, if I'm naked in the mirror. You or are so nuts. I intermittent fasted for two days and it went <laughs> sucked back into like what I was before. I lost all that weight. I mean, I think when I'm at home, I kind of do this accidentally to be honest yeah because i don't eat in the morning first thing because i go ride my horses and i don't like to have food in my belly before i go you know bounce around in the heat yeah so like at the most sometimes i'll have like a banana but usually i just have coffee and take some water and go then i'm not home until about like 11 or 12 and that's when i eat my first meal and I usually eat like a pretty big meal because I'm starving by that point. And then when it's dinner time, I'm just not that hungry. So I'll like pick at something around like six o'clock. And then that's just kind of it. So if you can cut out that banana in the morning. Yeah, then I'm pretty much doing it. Then you are doing it. And then, so what happens is, is that your body, this is such a dorky episode. I'm probably going to cut a lot of this. But like what happens is that your body ends up going into like ketosis after like 16 hours, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's run out of food, food in your stomach to burn for energy. And then it starts using the glycogen in like your liver to like use as energy. And then it starts having to take out from the fat cells. Like, mm. cause fat really is just like rainy day Stored, energy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's this weird thing of like, if you want to lose weight, you actually do need to fast. Mm-hmm. And they say it's like really good for you because it makes you regenerate cells and it gets rid of like all the little bad ones. Anyways, I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut so much of this. I mean, I think it's fascinating. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have some faith things, bro? I wish we could have watched The Bachelorette this week before recording because my man came back. Who came back? Aaron. Oh, he did. Yeah. Are oh, you yeah. watching? No, I'm not. Oh my god. Sorry. Well, like the last week we talked about Bachelorette, I was so upset because Aaron got cut and I couldn't believe it because I thought Aaron was for sure gonna be top two. Yeah. And he got sent home and it was just kind of like a weird, I don't know, it was like a, it was like weird. And she, he left and she was like, am I making the right choice? Like, I don't know. Like she immediately questioned it. Yeah. So they've been teasing that somebody comes back and I was like, it has to be Aaron. And he came back, which I think is great. And I do think now clearly it's bottom two or like, I think it's Dotton and Aaron are top two. Yeah. That's what I think. Brayden didn't come back. God, no. Oh. Is he in paradise? Oh, he drives me nuts. Got to wait and see. I'm sure he is because oh, he's great television. My manager told me today, I don't even know if I'm allowed to t- say this, but I think I am, and I'm going to say it anyways. Okay. Apparently, paradise is starting September 24th or 25th. Okay. That's kind of far. Yeah, dude. Why I, is it? Why Doesn't it normally come out like the week after Bachelorette's over? Or is that wrong? Yeah, but it's because of fucking Jerry and the Golden Bachelor. Ah, I forgot about that. I realized that they're Jerry. my they're my <laughs> employers, and maybe I need to watch what I say here. It's fine. I need to talk to somebody at ABC. Okay. About their programming choices. Okay. From what I understand, it goes Bachelorette, 
And then they're going to have The Golden Bachelor next, but it's going to be airing at 10 o'clock at night and also going to be available to stream on Hulu the next day or whatever. Okay. So when you ask me who I think is going to watch The Golden Bachelor, Mm -hmm. yes, of course, like people like you and I will watch it. But for the most part, I think it's going to be people like my parents. Do they stay up that late? That's Mine don't. That's the thing. My parents haven't sniffed 930. I was about to say, my mom's asleep. Like, she's in bed at 8. No, there's no... Asleep before 9. And let me tell you something else, ABC. (laughs) If you think that my mom can figure out how to use fucking Hulu, you are insane. (laughs) You're right. What are we talking about Mm. here? Why isn't The Golden Bachelor airing at 4 o'clock before the 5 o'clock news? You're right. That's that would be it. That I mean, it, and also like, what are you going up against, Judge Judy or something? Like, and then also you can have it re-air at ten o'clock or whatever, and sure. then also on Hulu. Well, yeah, because everybody our age is going to watch it on Hulu anyway, for sure. So but, it's like that's doesn't matter for that demographic. I know that it helps with numbers and ratings, whatever, to put it on a stream the next day, but it takes away what the bachelor used to be which was appointment viewing mm-hmm. it was like a sporting event you, you people got together That's at a true. house had a bachelor watch party fantasy picks and everything yep. and now that, that they've made it so you can just stream it the next day no one does that you're right and it's taken away a little bit of the fun of it all i agree now, Here's the other that, thing. Par- having Paradise come on so late, like it doesn't make sense because summer's over. That's a, that's my other point. Is like, you want to watch Paradise when it's summer? Yeah, you want to be still in your bathing suit. Yes. from the pool. Yeah. watching Paradise. Agree. You want to have a barbecue. Yeah. and have people over. Yeah. and have it make sense that you're making margaritas. I agree. What are we doing here, guys? I think you should take over, honestly. Dude, I've been saying that for a long time, and no one believes in me. It's so insane. Speaking of dating shows on the beach, dude, Love Island USA is so great. Well, tell us the tea. Okay. Well, poor Bergie. I've been telling you about Bergie. Bergie, what a name. He is a, like, Dairy Queen general manager from, <gasps> like, the middle America. I love a blizzard. Same. <laughs> like, he has zero game whatsoever. And, like, I think they're just, like, not getting rid of him just because everyone likes him so much. Mm-hmm. And he finally like hooked up with a chick, but like she, like no one is into him, and it's really really frustrating. And all I want to do is go find like a little like a gamer larper cosplay girl, like a really nerdy girl. Mm-hmm. Not to say that those girls are nerdy, but you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, like yeah. introverted and kind of weird or whatever, and get them together because it's a bunch of like the cool kids in Love Island, USA, and then Bergie. And it makes mm. me feel so bad. But let me tell you something. Bergie is going to have a fuck fest when he gets back because everyone loves him so much. And then here's the other thing. Carmen. Mm. I hate to say it, but she's just not there for the right reasons. Ooh. You know? She's just not there for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And so she's with this guy, Kenzo. And like, What's with these names? I fucking don't know, dude. And like, Are these what, people American? What, what do you think Carmen looks like? In your mind, what does Carmen look like? Dark hair. Yeah. Tall. Yeah, okay. Great eyebrows. Mm, that's actually funny. You said that. Are they terrible? She's bleach blonde. Oh. Straight up model. Like, well, gorgeous. Gorgeous, yeah. That track. And her thing is, like, she does the thing with her eyebrows where she, like, paints them up, you know, like, oh. styles them up. Uh-huh. I've that's been, that's on trend. I know, and I hate it so much. Oh, I bet I'd like her brows. You, all like, all the girls that's are into it. That's called brow lamination, by the way. Yeah, do you know what it looks like? Yeah, I do. It looks like... <laughs> A guy jizzed in your face. No, it doesn't. And, it, and it's something like married. You stuck are up. so crazy. It's, I'm sorry, but it's exactly what it looks like. No. Here, let me show you a picture of her. 
she's not there for the right, right reasons, I don't think. Okay. But the tea on like, oh, see, great brows. Oh my god, they're. I knew it. The tea on her and Kenzo is also that she they, clearly has dark hair. Really, yeah, because her eyebrows. Are Who so really dark. has blonde hair? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're you're blonde. Anyways, the, the Swedes. The tea on her and Kenzo is that they were they were together beforehand. Mm. They made a pact. Oh, I hate when they do that. And I'm not sure if that's really what happened, but I don't know if she's there for the right reasons. Okay, you well, know? you know, your instincts are normally on I point. I know, and I'm like really annoyed with Keenan and how he's treating KK. Like, oh. come on, dude. And you know, Marco and Hannah. Like, I I don't love Marco. He seems like a bro, but you okay. know, he's you know he's there for the. He seems like he's there for the right reasons. Oh, okay. And um, yeah. My guy. So how much longer is this on television? No clue. Well, Sarah doesn't... We're halfway through the month. She doesn't get back until the end of the month, so it's going to keep going forever. forever. Well, that's great for Sarah. I know. Love that for her. She just lives in Fiji now. Must be nice. Let me tell you what. Next year, if they do it in Fiji, Uh I'm going to go... I'm going (gasps) to say... The whole time. I'm going to go to my manager, Ryan. Uh Uh-huh. I mm. am not working. Not that I am. Yeah, what are you doing? All of August. <laughs> I'm going to go live in Fiji now. I mean, I would if I were you. I know. But the problem was is that like I had like podcasts to do and I'm having yeah, to get, get up at Fiji? like... Yeah, the time difference is so crazy. Yeah, that's all right. Anyways. Don't let that stop you. I know. But let's be real. It's your golf. Speaking of reality TV, Challenge USA is back. Oh, here we go. Yeah. And it's on CBS now, so like it's getting CBS. Some, yeah, it's like getting network money. What now. was it before MTV? MTV, and then like uh, wow, that's was it Paramount? It's a big upgrade. Paramount Plus or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. CBS is bringing in like all the Big Brother people, all the Survivor mm. people. Then they're bringing in like the OGs. Wes is back. Johnny Bananas, of course, is there. He is. Yeah, you know who's there that I do not like. Who? Ooh, I don't like this man, Pauly D. Why don't you like him? No, I don't know if it's Pauly D. Polly something. He's the guy that dated Danielle. Yeah, that's him. And was a fucking fuck boy to her. That I met that guy once at the basement in Nash in really? Nashville. Yeah. Oh. When he was dating Danielle. And I've I never rem- met him actually. I but... remember being like this guy. Mm. He's about five foot seven. I don't trust him. Interesting. He's wearing like furs. Bleach blonde hair with I stupid mean, earrings. It's his shtick, you know? His sh- like, I think it's so funny that your personality is, I'm different. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be different by dress, like by looking different. Right. It means that you <clears throat> don't have a personality. You're trying to like show that you have a personality, you know? Yes. You're trying to curate this like thing for you. Yeah. You can just be different. You can. I just feel or like... Or you could have a shtick. I guess. It never ends. No, you're stuck with that for life. Forever. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you got to really own that. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's going to be a day where he's like, I just don't want to look like a Viking pirate anymore. Yeah, maybe. You know? But, you know, they just keep paying him the big bucks. He might be down. Yeah, but he hurt my friend's feelings. I know. So, okay, so we're not down with Anyways, that. he's there. And here's the thing. Johnny and, and myself are are good friends. Super tight. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I love Johnny. I'm always team Johnny Bananas and I know he fucking hates him. So I'm like, fucking Johnny. But they're like on the same team, I think. Oh. Ooh. And I'm like, Johnny, I, I want to text him. Like, Johnny, you got to take him down. But they already filmed it. So it's obviously. Ah, uh-uh. yeah. Anyways. Uh, I love the challenge. I know you do. It's so Big good. Big challenge guy. Big challenge guy. Yeah. You should watch it. Okay. And they're in Croatia this year. Oh. They do film at pretty dope places. Do I need to go on that show? I don't even know what that's about. Uh, you're not athletic enough. No ah. offense. I'm offended. You should be. 
but you're not. Put those idiots on a horse and tell me I'm not athletic. Okay, yes. If, it, if, if the challenge was uh, equestrian, <laughs> you would win that one. I would slay. But like... You got to do some like CrossFit, CrossFit shit. It's all CrossFit oh, stuff. absolutely not. not and then to, when you run the final in the end... Oh, usually, I don't run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> usually the, the final in, includes like at least a 20-mile run. Oof, absolutely not. I can yeah. do a two-mile run. No, no, you can't. Okay, so yeah. yeah, you're right. I'm out. You have an animal that does the running for you. <laughs> Still a workout though. Yeah. Have you been seeing all the hate on like TikTok and social media about the girl who's going to be the new Snow White? No. It's so Your fucking... algorithm just, it always astounds me. Dude. So, so who's the new Snow White? I don't even know her name. So she's doing all these interviews and it's like, she's talking about how antiquated the story is. Okay. And how like this time it's not about needing a man to save her. Mm. And um, like, if you're, if you're being honest and you, and you really like watch the 1947 version of it, he's kind of a stalker. It's like, she hates the character mm -hmm. that she's promoting, right. which is weird. That is interesting. Yeah. I found this. This is a Jack Mack barstool talking about it. It's, this is insane. Disney found a way to cast somebody for Snow White whose entire personality on a marketing tour for the movie is, I hate, hate Snow White. This is Rachel Zegler. Her incredibly off-putting personality is not the only thing you will get out of Rachel Zegler while talking to her. She will remind you that she hates, hates Snow White. I was scared of the original cartoon. I think I watched it once and then I never picked it up again. <laughs> like, I'm being so serious. Rachel Zegler is taking it upon herself to be the director, producer, writer, and rewriter of this iconic Disney movie that is being released for the first time since 1942. I just mean that it's no longer 1937 and we absolutely wrote a Snow White that she's is not going to be yeah, saved by the prince. She's not going to be saved by the prince and she's not going to be dreaming about true love. She's dreaming about becoming the leader she knows she can be and the leader that her late father told her that she could be if she was fearless, fair, brave and true. I've never cheered against a movie before, ever. I didn't even think it was a concept that was possible, but I will be cheering against Snow White. Rachel Zegler has brought it out of me. But anyways, congratulations to Disney for casting somebody who absolutely despises the role that she was cast in. Why are they already remaking Snow White? We just did this. I don't know. It's going to fail so bad. Like on my, on my algorithm, it's just everyone being like, I hate this girl. Yikes. And then here's the thing. Is it the White Witch? You know, the mirror, mirror on the wall? Yeah. Like, whoever mm -hmm. she is. You know who that's played by? Hmm. Gal Gadot. Oh. And the whole premise of Snow White is that the witch is jealous of the beauty right. of Snow White. And Gal Gadot's gorge. I don't know if, know if there's anyone okay. hotter than okay, Gal Gadot. Okay, okay, but I don't know. Did you ever see the Snow White that they did with Kristen Stewart? Yes. Charlize Theron plays the evil queen, who's yeah. also absolutely freaking gorgeous. That's ridiculous. And I mean, I, lo I love Kristen Stewart, but like, you put the next to the Charlize Theron is... I agree. Kristen Stewart's pretty hot. This, this, this she's uh, a hot. She's got her. It's very unique. Very yes. like hot for sure. I, like I like Kristen Stewart, but Charlize Theron is yeah one. I think one of the most beautiful women ever. In the new versions, the queen is always also hot. Yeah, I get it. But like Gal Gadot, like I think that maybe like Margot Robbie is the only person that's hotter than or like as hot as Gal Gadot is. You know what's so funny about Margot Robbie? Uh, I don't know about your algorithm, but on mine, there's all these things going around about how like I don't I forget the term people are using for Margot. But everyone's like pretty much calling her basic. Oh yeah. Oh, I've seen that. All the like Have the Gen that? Xers are yes. saying that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. What's the word they're using? It's it's mid. Mid. Yeah, here's a clip I found from KFC radio at Barstool. 
This is Kevin talking about it. With about a week to go before its release, the hype for the Barbie movie is at an all-time high fever pitch, which means the internet has run out of things to say about this movie before they actually see it, so they've resorted to saying things like, Margot Robbie is mid. That's right, it began when they posted this picture of Margot Robbie, and they said that this is mid. And went on to say things like, she's a hard seven or a soft six. They're and saying Margot Robbie is mid, and I'm like, are you fucking like, kidding me? Like, I think that that's a thing that you say just to, like, get a rise out of people because, like, Because she's gorgeous. Quite possibly the prettiest person that's alive right now. I mean, she's perfect. Like, her teeth are perfect. Like, her eyebrows are perfect. She's... Her bone structure. Like, she's stunning. And she's a very good actress. And she's so nice and so chill. And she drinks beer, apparently. She's the best. Dude, we love Margot we Robbie. We love here. Margot Robbie. We're a Stan Margot Robbie account. Seriously. For sure. If that's mid, <laughs> who's top tier? Don't know. Logan Paul, you know, like I don't, I don't, know if, I can't relate anymore. I don't know. You know, what I was thinking about the other day. Hmm. You remember the show Punked? Oh yeah, loved that show. Was Miley ever punked? I don't think so. But she and Ashton did Two and a Half Men together, so I get confused because I know her and yeah. Ashton are tight. Yeah, but I don't, I do not think, I don't think men. she was punked. She's pretty young then. Men, 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 men. <laughs> that show was. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> it was so popular for yeah. for how mid I thought that show well, was. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of like Big Bang Theory. It was one of those shows that was so popular. I didn't I was like, like that show at all. I don't get it. No, I don't get it either. For whatever reason, I was thinking about Punk. The Great other day. show. For those of you that don't know, the premise was that Ashton Kush, Kutcher mm -hmm. would find get his famous friends to pull a prank on their friends, and then they it would film so it. so good. Sarah was on an episode. Oh, was she? And she punked either Vanessa oh, or like Ashley Tisdale, some, something, I don't know. I was thinking about it being like, maybe Miley. she must have been I'm on Punk. Google it. Oh yeah, Justin Bieber gets Miley Cyrus on yeah. Punk'd. Okay. That's right. Gosh, she was so young, look at her. This could never work today. You could never I do know, this. I know, which is such a shame. Was it Frankie Muniz, I think it was, the guy from Malcolm uh -huh. in, Was it Malcolm in the Middle? Yep. Mm -hmm. I remember Dak Shepard punking him and pretending to crash his Porsche. I remember that. And he got so upset. Uh-huh. And like, like kind of embarrassingly upset. Yeah. Like, it was like, ooh. ooh. And like, Cringe. So I, I was thinking about it in the terms of like, <laughs> if this happened to me, I would be like to my manager, I'm like, first of all, manager, why did you allow this? You know? <laughs> yeah. And also, like, what contract did I sign to be on this television show? Yeah, exactly. Am I getting paid to be on this television show? Am I getting paid to look like an asshole on this television show? You, the answer is you're not getting paid, and yes. You are not airing this, Ashton mm -hmm. Kutcher and Dak Shepard. Like, you oh made me look God. like a fucking asshole. How That's did you? True. How did you get away with this? I don't know, actually. And if, if like, I was Frankie Muniz... And that happened, I would fire everyone on my team. Your whole job is to make, make me, me look, look good. good. Yeah. And you've decided to put me on a show <laughs> that quite literally puts you in a bad situation, look bad. It's just there there are so many people though I would give anything to see on that show because I know they would handle it terribly. Oh, I know. It would be so great today. So great. I'd love to do it to Lizzo. She's oh. she's in a lot of trouble right now. <laughs> yeah. We we talked about last week how she was fat shaming like her. Yes. I, I mean Lizzo? I don't get it. You can't say that. No. You know? Yeah. I mean, no one can. No one can. No say. one can it's say. Twenty twenty three. You can't do that. I'm not. And I'm not saying anything. I I'm mean, just saying, Lizzo. I'm just saying. You can't say that. No. Lizzo. Can't. Lizzo. Mm -mm. Come on. You can probably say a lot of things. 
That's one. That's one of the things you can't say. If if if, <laughs> if if Lizzo told me that, and I was like a couple pounds over, yeah, I would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about, lady? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here?" Yeah, <laughs> really tiptoeing around this one, but can't say it. Can't say can't it. Can't say it. Mm-mm. I have some things that I don't think that you're gonna like. Oh, okay. Well, and that's I, unfortunate. And I don't think that a lot of the YFTers oh. will like, but I do think that the boyfriends of or the husbands of the YFTers will like. Okay, well. The first one I've got, I actually think you will love. Okay. Because it has to do with basketball. All right, what is it? Winning time. Oh, what's that? The rise of the Lakers dynasty. Oh, that sounds good. The professional and personal lives of the 1980s Los Angeles Lakers, one of sports' most revered and dominant dynasties, a team that defined an era both on and off the court. Winning time on HBO Max. It's all around Magic Johnson. Love that. And him getting drafted to the Lakers mm-hmm. at the same time that Jerry Buss was buying the Lakers. You know, Jerry West was like this famous basketball player that played for the Lakers. The The logo of the NBA is Jerry West as a player, and he's mm-hmm. the coach of the Lakers, and he fucking doesn't want to have Magic Johnson on his team. He doesn't want to draft him. And everyone loves Larry Bird because he's white and they don't want Magic Johnson. And and it's crazy to watch it. And obviously it's very dramatized. Yeah. But like, it's crazy to look back and be like, you didn't want to take Magic Johnson as your pick. I know. Like what? You don't want to take Magic Johnson? It's insane. What's crazy about it is I think that this is the film that made... Will Ferrell and Adam McKay not become friend, not, not be friends anymore. Oh, why? Because Will Ferrell is known as like the biggest Lakers fan in the world. Got it. And was an LA guy and everything. And I think he really wanted to do this project. And Adam McKay was doing it. Him and Adam McKay did every Will Ferrell movie that you love. It was him and Adam McKay who did it, right? Mm. Like Anchorman and, you know, every single one, you know. But they're no longer friends. And I think that he wanted to be on it. And he was like, if you are on this show you'll take away from it being serious like it's it's you know will ferrell anyway so right what's funny about that is the guy who plays jerry buss which i think that's who will wanted to play is done by john c Riley, who of course was in stepbrothers with him who was right. i think was done by adam mckay but the cast is really really good it's really really interesting i watched the first two episodes last night oh, and it's a series yeah it's good okay. too so go check that Great. out. There's also a document. I think it's a documentary out on Netflix that I downloaded, but I haven't watched it about the, I can't remember the, his name, the football player and like his, the whole, whole draft process. And I'm talking about that was my number two. Oh, there you go. Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Thank you. Did you watch it? I have. It's downloaded. I haven't started it. Oh, is it good? It's untold Johnny football. Mm-hmm. I think it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on Netflix. This documentary traces the meteoric rise and precipitous fall of football star Johnny Manziel via interviews with friends, coaches, and Manziel himself, untold Johnny Football. It's a crazy story. Really? It wasn't that long ago that Johnny Manziel was a thing. Mm -hmm. He was in college, basically kind of right after I was in college. Okay. 
I remember it very vividly because Texas A&M came into the SEC. And so all of a sudden, Ole Miss started having to play Texas A&M, which we had mm. never had to play before. And Johnny Manziel played for Texas A&M. I see. Yeah, he was like this crazy good quarterback in mm -hmm. college. And he won the Heisman as a freshman. No one had ever done that. Wow. He started selling autographs and making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, my God. His best friend was his manager. Mm. At the way that they get around why Johnny Manziel all of a sudden is wearing Rolexes and driving around like oh my God. Bentleys uh -huh. is ridiculous. The media buys it. Like no one questions it. Well, they actually, the NCAA does question it, but he like totally skates by. He's a total drunk, alcoholic, like substance abuser. Yikes. But he's so good that no one checks him on it. Damn. Interviewing the coach and he's like, he, there was a game where like the college coach the college coach yeah. he was like there's a game where like on saturday morning he came in he was like still drunk oh my god and you know like fucking hung over and he was like you better fucking play good and he went out and had like one of the best days of his life like Jeez. crazy stuff then he goes to the nfl like ah, that doesn't really work for him and then mm -hmm. it gets kind of sad you know mm. sometimes i think when it comes to easy to people it's so easy for them to just to like let it go mm-hmm and that, that's kind of what, what I took away from it. I also think that, like, he has some serious demons he's fighting and he's got some substance abuse issues. But it's very, very interesting. I do want to watch it. It looked good. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Then I was wrong. Well, look at that. Both of those things you would love. Yeah. I do like sports, you know? Yeah. Sports girly. He becomes super famous. Mm -hmm. Like, he's part of, like, LeBron James's uh, Nike deal. So he's, like, insane. hanging out with them. Yeah. He's sitting, like front row at the Super Bowl. People are like, how does he have, Yeah, how do you, can you afford this? That's insane. Like, no one gets those seats at the Super Bowl. Damn. Private jets everywhere. What? He's a, and he was a sophomore in college. It was amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you know, this is a nice little tip. Okay. Did you know that if you press the power button. Five times. Yeah, you did know that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for those of you that don't know that, if you press the power button five times on your iPhone, it starts an emergency call to 911. Mm -hmm. And so you can do it. I'll do it like right now. Are you going to do it? I'll do it. I mean, yes, yeah, well, I'll cancel it. So oh. one, two, three, four, five. I wonder if you can see it. See? Eight, seven, oh six. My God. Okay. Oh, stop. Scary. Stop calling. Oh, emergency call ended. Oh, thank God. If you ever get like kidnapped yeah. or like you're in a bad situation, mm -hmm. you can just have the phone in your pocket and yep. do it. And fucking, Does it start making a noise? It sounded like it was about to. It was vibrating. Okay. I think that's a good little hack for all. Absolutely. For the aliens that are listening, mm. or some of the guys and most of the girls. Definitely. It's a good thing to know. Yeah. I hate to have a least favorite thing, um. especially when I love this director and writer so much oh, no. that this is hard for me. Okay. I finally got around to watching Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. And? And it was, here's the thing, like it's, it was getting such good reviews. I know. And I just didn't love it. Mm. It's not, I feel like Rushmore and Royal Tenenbaums and even like Fantastic Mr. Fox and like French Dispatch, like there was like a lot of funny moments. This one's just not a lot of funny moments mm. to me. The cast is insane. The story is interesting. It's weird though, because I think when Wes got into doing Fantastic Mr. Fox, he, it got really animated. And so the set, it looks very almost animated. A lot yeah, of it. I don't love that. And then there's an alien aspect to it, and the alien is just animated. Mm. And so 
one of the things about Wes Anderson that's so fun is like his visual aesthetic is so very branded. Mm -hmm. It was his aesthetic, but like, ugh, uh, I don't know, animated. It's just, I, so I didn't love it. Hmm. Bummer. I know. And it's just, it's, the cast is amazing too. Damn. I have some TikToks that I, I, I just threw in here. Yeah, you sent me a couple. The first one I didn't really get. What was it? It was somebody on some keyboards singing a song about the shit coming from the ground in New York City. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, kind of funny, but also like, yeah. Okay, so the reason why I think that's funny is because, you know, Sarah obviously is from New York mm -hmm. and we go to New York and I'm always like, why is the ground fucking smoking? Like, what is happening right now? And no one else is worried but you. Yeah, but like, <laughs> is there a choo-choo train down there? Maybe. Like, you know, I know there's subways, but I thought it was okay. electrical. What is happening down there? And she's always like, it's steam. I'm like, what are we burning down there? Trash? I actually don't know. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. I don't think anyone cares. I care. It's and fine. Also, this guy cares. Let me see if I can find the video. What the fuck is happening here? What is coming out of the ground? What is coming out of the ground? I don't know. And why is everybody in the city acting like they aren't worried while they're walking around? It's true. Everyone's like, it's fine. It's fine. Sometimes I do think it's piss. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What the fuck is happening? I don't know, but it's fine. But if it is piss, then we're just breathing in piss air. And apparently it's fine, you know? So funny. The saxophone is so great. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, what is it? Google it. No. You don't want to know, do you? I mean, I like to think of that. Okay. Most of the time, the steam you see is the condensation that results from cooler water, like rain falling through manhole covers, coming in contact with extremely hot pipes below street level. You're more likely to experience this in cooler temperatures than in warmer ones. I'm not buying it. I think it's piss. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Here's another thing I saw on TikTok that I thought was pretty interesting. Want to donate to the children? No. You want to donate to the pets? No. Okay. So you know what they're saying? Like, you know, when you go to the store mm -hmm. and it's like, do you want to mm -hmm. round up to donate to the children? Yes. And, you, and you're always like, okay, I guess, I, you know? I say no, usually. You do? I just said like, I don't have time to do my research and see if you guys are actually sending money to children. And so I just don't trust it. Well, this will listen to the, this guy says. Okay, let's hear it. And who knows if this is true, but might be. You know, when you go to like CVS or Target or something, I'll be like, donate $5 to blah, 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 charity. Yeah. I don't says, say yeah. yeah anymore because I learned they've already paid this charity and you're paying the corporation back. See. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, so every you. time they're like, oh, $5 to blah, 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 blah. Target already paid. Mm. You're now paying Target back and Target gets a freaking tax write-off. Mm. So you just pay Target. That's whack. Fuck them. My instincts were right. You were. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I'm I'm funding your tax write off. Mm. <sighs> yep. It's so frustrating. Can't when you trust anybody out. anymore. No. I don't know if you've been seeing this stuff on TikTok, but it's like when people go do lives mm -hmm. and they're like kind of like bouncing around. I don't see this. And they're like, "Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Cowboy hat. Woohoo! Cowboy hat. Woohoo! 
because people are like watching, like giving them like coins and money or something. I, I don't know anything make, about this. Okay, it's a real fucking thing. And okay, I, and okay. I, 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 I see it, you. And I'm like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening here? Also, I like how we just see things on TikTok and just assume they're true, like that whole Target thing. You know what? I, but I like... Like you're doing no research beyond just... I saw... I heard it on TikTok. must be true. You know what, though? He said it with such conviction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so do cult leaders. That's how uh, people... I know. Yeah. I want to be a cult leader. No. Anyways, you got to see this. I'm sure some people out there on in the YFT-verse have seen this. Why would I play that? Lightning out. Lightning out. Lightning out. Is my favorite. I'm hungry. Ice cream. So sweet. This is all they do. Gang, gang. Thank you, Kante. Thank you. This is fucking Daniel. crazy. I'm hungry. Ice cream. So every so time, sweet. every time someone sends her ice cream, she goes, "Ice cream." So I'm sweet. scared for the future I of the human sing. existence. Kitty paws. Meow. Thank you. No name. Kitty paws. Meow. Kitty paws. Meow. Kitty paws. Meow. Kitty paws. What the fuck? Kitty paws. Meow. Kitty paws. Meow. It's not okay. She's for sure on some hallucinogenics. This is what I have to say about that. What the fuck is happening? Well, yeah. What the fuck is happening here? I need to make that into. I'm taking that sound and putting it, in and there. I'm going to put it into my soundboard. Genius. And just every that time guy's going to come for us, but it's genius, dude. He's going to be like, "Oh my five cents!" Every yeah. time you play this. <laughs> oh God. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> here? It's just that. That's all it is. It's funny. What the fuck is happening here? Oh, it is funny. It's good. I'm yeah. definitely stealing that. Definitely. Oh yeah. I feel my boobies. Too good. I kind of went in hard on on my social media, but like I had made this note in the YFT folder, so I, I guess I'll do it. But like this is the note that I wrote. Serious question: If you didn't make a whole reel and a TikTok of you going to a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> Are you even a girl? That's what I originally wrote. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. When I changed on Instagram to like, do you die? Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's so funny that everyone did it. And like, like I said, like, I'm not trying to yuck anyone's yum. Like I, if I went to a Grateful Dead show, I probably would fucking do the exact same thing. Okay. But it's more of that. Like everyone did it. I that know. like that bugged me. Yeah. It's almost like you're like part of a club or something. Uh -huh. And I think that's what annoyed me is because you you become like part of the herd mm -hmm. in a weird way. Yeah. And like, I love to go to concerts. I'll do the exact fucking same thing. I guess it's because the, the, the concert's so big. Like everyone's going to it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the new concert on the block to be going to and posting from is the Jonas Brothers. It just started in New York last night. I saw that. That's going to be everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I got to hit up Kevin. Hit him up. No, no. I've already seen them. I don't need to go see them. I mean, it might be fun. I've gotten to the, this point in my life, and Sarah and I were, have been talking about it, the things that we want to get done before we have kids, mm. right? Mm -hmm. I've never been to Red Rocks. Really? I've never been to the Gorge. I haven't either. When you go, let me know, because yeah. I want to go. It's now just bucket list stuff. I love going to the Troubadour. I love going to the Greek. You sure. know, great. I've never been to Wimbledon or like the US Open in, in New York. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. I'm not a huge tennis fan, but I think Still that would cool. be fucking cool. You that, know? that shouldn't be that hard, by the way. Mine's, I think, more travel bucket list. Yeah. Um, Patagonia is like my top. I want a road trip to the whole thing, like two weeks, like start on Peru side and end up on whatever the other one is. Antarctica. I really want to do Antarctica. 
Yeah, but it might just be an ice wall. And that's why I got to hurry it you gotta, up. You got to check it out. You know, I got to hurry it up. Well, no, wanna... you know, you know, the the theory is that we live on a flat Earth, and Antarctica, right, 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 is an ice wall. Mm. And if you get past it, then you get to like the second part of the Earth. Got it. Which is where like Mordor is, or some shit. Mordor. No, 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 no. Uh, um, yeah, like things like that that are just like. A, expensive, so I have to have time to save up money to go, right? Yeah. And it's like you can't do all these. I, I got to work. I got I got a life. I can't like knock all these things out real quick. So I just think it's going to take time for me to like check all these bucket list places off my list. Space, obviously, is mm. like the very last one I'm going to do before I die. Yeah. Hopefully. That's my plan. I follow a lot of accounts on Instagram that are like horseback riding all over the world type. Like you do trips, you Mm -hmm. know, there's many that I want to do. But like, I think my top is the ride through the Italian Dolomites and you just like camp the whole way, which would be so freaking sick. Dolomites. Yeah. Cool. I got some things. You should do them. I know. Getting there. You got to do it. Yeah. Turn me some money, you know. Last thing. Aliens. Aliens. Have you been seeing the, uh, in what's happening in Peru? No. Dude. Tell me. Holy crapola. So in Peru, there's like this like one like village is being like absolutely taken over by these aliens. Are there photos and videos? I want to see. Yeah. So they say that they're seven foot tall aliens. What? That have like, they almost look like the green goblin from from Spider-Man. Like they've got Peru's like this. seven foot tall aliens. See? Turn out to be illegal gold miners. Oh. Seven foot flying aliens in Peru Eight faces. Yeah, they were cutting people's faces off. Anyways, yeah, yeah like the aliens are here and they're taking over Peru. Those are harassing the, village in Peru are actually illegal miners with jetpacks. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah, and why would you really? Peru prosecutor accuses illegal gold mining gangs of posing as seven foot aliens to terrorize locals. Oh, well, that's even more fucked up. See, the aliens wouldn't do that to us. Nah. You know? Yeah. Interesting. All right. Oh, they're called face peelers. Yeah. Wow, this is terrifying. It looks like that LK99 stuff, uh, the superconductor, was not real. And that's a, that's a bummer. Or fucking uh, Big Oil squashed it because they want to sell us more fucking fossil fuels. Sounds right. It's probably true, too. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I got. You got anything else? That's all I got. But next week, I'll have some stuff to talk about. Why? Oh, that's a good tease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that'll be fun. Yeah. YF Tears, we love you. Love you all so much. I loved hanging with you all in Dallas, those that were there. Yeah. But also, yeah. like, for those that said that, like, you're their favorite part. Ding, ding, ding. Hurtful. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like. The fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, YF Tears. I'm going to do some research on that, Steam. I mean, like no one cares in New York. Anyways. All right, YF Tears, we love you. Uh, we're going to take some calls next week. Um, if you want to write in, 858-630-1856. We'll also do some uh, fuck you very much if you want to leave a review. There we go. Over on the, uh, the podcast store. All right, we'll see you guys later. Later. What the fuck is happening here? Lizzo, you can't say that. Oh my god. Lizzo, come on. The saxophone's insane. What the fuck is happening? We didn't even do music. I had some music. Save it. Save it. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.